This Tailgate Society podcast is brought to you by our good friends at Deadeye Premium Barbecue Products. Born in Iowa and made in the heartland, Deadeye is your go-to source for everything barbecue. Sauces, seasonings, you name it. They've made a science out of great grilling flavor. It's more than a sauce. Whether you're cooking sliders, dogs, steak, or chicken, Deadeye has the explosive flavor needed to make every dish delicious. Try a splash of their sweet and smoky original recipe or turn up the heat with their Magnum Edition barbecue sauce. Both flavors are available in seasonings as well as sauces. So pick your favorite and prepare your taste buds for an unforgettable eating experience. Deadeye Premium Barbecue products are available at Fairway, Hy-Vee, Amazon, or at DeadeyeBBQ.com. You're listening to Sports and Corks. I'm Emily. And I'm Emily. And we'll get right into basketball. We're in the middle of... uh, like playoff season well we're almost to the end of playoff season which is so weird sad (laughs) and sad it's weird and sad and um it's sad that the nuggets didn't make it it's sad for a lot of folks and their teams that didn't make it um but right now it's the bucks versus the hawks and the suns versus the clippers the winners of each of those games will be in the final um who do you have for each of these games um I don't know. I really don't. I feel like the Bucks and Hawks could go either. I mean, either of these could obviously go either way. But mm-hmm. um, I mostly want the Bucks to win. I don't really care about any of these other teams too much. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. They're just fun to watch. And yeah, I think the Bucks Hawks game or like series, like it'll be a fun one. Um, I do think that Hawks fans are going to be a little disappointed. And then, um, I don't know, I want the Clippers to win the Suns, like, their series mm-hmm. against the Suns, so. Me too. Yeah, I'd, I'd rather see the Suns. Never uh, thought I'd say that. <laughs> right? Yeah. Here we are. Like, it's so weird to be like, yeah, I hope the Clippers are the team that goes to the final out of the West, but, like, that's kind of where we're at. Like, we're at the conference finals, and it's just like, mm, which team has offended me less throughout the season. Not that, like, any teams really are that offensive, but uh, would love to see the Clippers go if I had to pick. Um, And recently, you know, the the Nets were playing, and there was a lot of conversation around Kevin Durant. And I've seen a couple different things where people are like, he's the best player. He's the best. He's the GOAT. And I'm like, what? What? He had, like, a couple good games, but, like, what? Like, in the NBA, I mean? Yeah. I mean, he, like, has definitely been playing really well, but... Yeah. I don't know. It was it was fun to watch. He was fun to watch, but I don't know if, like, this would be where I would be like, yes, he's obviously the greatest player. I'd be like, no, he's, like, he's playing well, and he isn't... He's an exceptional player. It's not to say that Kevin Durant is not a good player, but it's just interesting that that's the conversation that folks are trying to have where they're like no he's he's great um well I guess same with Devin Booker where they're like oh he's like the next Kobe and I'm like oh my goodness like let's give it some time before we start saying that yeah that yeah (laughs) I don't know seems like a big big claim to make yeah especially regardless of who it is yeah like unless they are like close to like the peak of their career or they are peaking like yeah he's doing well but 
I, I don't know. It's a, it's a bold claim. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of interesting. Yeah. And then in other NBA news, Becky Hammond is their whispers that she's in the running to be the head coach for the Trailblazers. And I hope that that is true. That'd be pretty neat. I mean, there are plenty of mm-hmm. head coach vacancies in the NBA. So hopefully one of them goes to her. Like, there's no reason not to have her. It'd be cool to see her with the Blazers, though. Right? That'd be fun. Hopefully. Hopefully it works out. It'd be sad to see her leave Texas, but it'd be good. It'd be great for her to be the head coach for the Blazers. Any other NBA thoughts? Mm, not really. It's like, I feel like kind of getting to that point where it's starting to get a little sad. Cause you're like, oh, there's only so many games left. Um, and then... For you and I, there's kind of like a big drought this over the summer um, in terms of sports. Well, I guess the Olympics, but like I feel like once the NBA season's over, I'm kind of like, oh, until college football starts up again. I'm not really, I don't know. I don't really enjoy like sports that are going on during the summer like too much. So but enjoy the NBA finals, conference finals while it lasts. Yeah. It'll be fun, and, like, the Olympics are super close to starting, so it won't be, like, a long break, and a lot of, like, there'll be players from the NBA and the WNBA that are going to the Olympics that we can watch. Yeah, I saw that they, like, put out a statement saying that they, at this point, can still choose to ban spectators, essentially, so it'll be interesting to see how that kind of pans out and if they do make that decision like how last minute it ends up being because it already is feeling kind of last minute to make that call but we'll see what happens yeah i mean i feel like they're they're moving they're on the move i i doubt spectators will be there though we'll see yeah but speaking of the olympics sue bird and diana Taurasi are going to their fifth like, they made their fifth Olympic team. Which is... Wild. A lot of years. That's, like, 20 years. <laughs> yeah. Like, can you imagine? And, uh, like, there are some other, like, track and field athletes who are also going to their fifth Olympics, and I'm like, oh, my god! I gosh. feel like your body's just got to be so wrecked by that point. Right? Like, how are you still competing in sports at a professional level it's like it's so impressive like Allison Felix so she's like had a baby recently and now she's going to the Olympics and I'm like I like what how whoa yeah that's impressive it's it is very impressive I think the Olympics like not the biggest track and field person here, but um, I think it'll be a really fun Olympics just because there will be so many different people that I really, like, they're the fan favorites that I did not expect to return again. So it'll be cool, especially for, like, basketball fans. Like, this will probably be Super and Diana Taurasi's last Olympics, I would assume. Yeah, not I mean, I don't know. They might just be like, oh, what's a few more years? Uh, I mean... <laughs> Probably not. I would think not. I mean, I guess it's only three years now mm, instead yeah, of four. The, but, man, still, it's a long time. that's a long time. Like, 2024, 
I don't know. I don't. I can't see a lot of folks, especially anything that's like super hard on your body. Like I can't see them going again. But could be wrong. I don't know. It'll be fun to see them. And then just for like a general WNBA update, the Storm are the favorite right now for winning the finals. I mean, we're pretty far off from that, but like they're twenty six and six, and overall they're doing really well in comparison to the rest of the teams. Um, so if for our big WNBA fans, be watching them and the Aces. The Aces are also doing really well. And then, you know, we're still in, we're in final season, so it's still, uh, like, the NHL, it's conference finals for them as well, and the Islanders are playing the Lightning, and the Lightning leads the series 3-2. Who do you, who do you like for this one? Uh, oh, I mean, I have no idea, to be honest. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> um, it seems like the Lightning, though, might just get it done. I mean, I can see that. They won, like, 8-0 last night. Yeah. It's like okay, which is fine. I don't know. <laughs> and then we have Vegas and Montreal. Um, that's tied right now, but when when this comes out, it won't be anymore. No, um, don't really know what to think about that one. I read some things where it was like the Golden Knights feel like it should be three, like the series mm-hmm. should be three and one going into this game tonight. Um, which, like, of course, any close game, a team is going to feel that way. And I'm like, interesting. So, like, they're pretty well-matched as of right now. And it's like the game tonight is supposed to be a really good one. Um, The person in Canada that I know is like, (laughs) are you watching the game tonight? And I'm like, I do not know. And he's like, it's going to be a good one. So uh, we might have a hockey person come talk about hockey um, for the (laughs) Stanley Cup final (laughs) because... uh, as we we're big hockey fans out here, as you can tell, eh? Um, and then we talked about like the Olympics, just for like all of the, like the teams that are going or people that are going for like the fifth time. Um, but thing, teams are being announced right now, and then like individuals. So like obviously the women's basketball team has been announced, but like the women's soccer team will be announced this week. Um. I'm surprised it didn't come sooner after um, all of the friendlies they've been playing. So they played here in Austin last week, and I kind of expected, like, within a couple days of that game, they would have announced the roster. Yeah, I don't know. It seems like everything's this year. This year is just weird, like, timing-wise. Yeah, I mean, I feel like a lot of coaches are making decisions of waiting until, like, the very last minute. Yeah. Yeah, actually, um, these people are going. Mm-hmm. So, it, it's fun. I mean, keep, be on the lookout for that. There's plenty of, like, Olympic news. It's starting to, like, ramp up. So, um, fans of the Olympics, get ready. It's kind of happening. <laughs> the, yeah, big NCAA news, too. Yeah. Um, the Supreme Court has... Um, made a ruling um about like essentially the NCA's business model um and they're not like completely um uh, like I guess ending amateurism as it is now but 
definitely changes a lot about it. Um, and I, I just, it's kind of surprising that this hasn't already happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, so athletes will be entitled now to certain compensations. Still don't totally know what that's going to look like, but, um, it's very interesting news. It is. And I guess I just assumed that um, student-athletes were able to receive things like laptops and I, I guess not paid internships. Like, we knew athletes who had paid internships when we worked at CU Boulder, but, like, everyone had paid internships if they were an in- interning in the athletic department. Um, but I'm, I guess I just assumed that it was kind of like that across the board. If they wanted a paid internship, they could, like, have it. Yeah. So, it's very hard to decipher all of this, but I think a big part of this is that people didn't realize before um, that athletes weren't allowed to be paid for, you know, school-related expenses. Like, um, which is kind of mind-boggling. Right. Um, But... It was really interesting, like, just hearing the comments that the different justices were making um, about this whole thing. It was kind of unexpected to me. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it was definitely, I was not expecting this, and for it to be, like, unanimous. I'm like, oh. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Wow. That, like, it was so unexpected. Yeah. But. So, I mean, it didn't, like, directly address the name image likeness uh, issues, but it's kind of, I guess, an initial step in terms of just, like, student-athlete rights. Um, So. Yeah, it definitely, like, the NCAA, in the next couple years, they're definitely going to have to, like, pivot and, like, restructure like, so they don't have to deal with the Supreme Court coming in again. Like, I think they're going to have to figure some things out um, just as an entity where they're like, okay, like, what are we allowing? What aren't we allowing? What makes sense? Like, the world has changed so much. It's so different than it was 50 years ago, even, like, 15 years ago when it comes to, like, social media and, like, what student-athletes might even need for education-related items. So it's, I think they're going to have to account for a lot of changes that, um, no one would have known that this was what was going to happen. Like, I, I don't know. No one thought that college sports would be, like, this big, like, monster of a thing of, like, the NCAA kind of monitoring all the different things going on. Like, I don't – I'm sure the hope was for it to grow so big, but I don't know if, it, like, when it started as, like, the organization that's kind of regulating things, if they were like, yeah, it's just going to, like, grow and, like, student-athletes are going to have, like, this – they're going to be hyper-visible – And they're going to want all these things. Like, I don't think they even considered that. Yeah, it's, it seems like it's kind of just the beginning of things. For sure. For sure, for sure. Um, And then, how do you feel about the college football playoff committee or, like, board wanting to push for a 12-team field? 
I think it's great. I mean, I think as it is, it's definitely way too small. Yeah. Um, you know, you, like now you see maybe one quote unquote underdog team make it in, yeah. but not really. Like it's not, you know, that kind of fourth team. It's that's like not from the South. Um, mm-hmm. Is not like it th- basically as it is now. It doesn't doesn't provide the opportunity for. Um, like a little guy to make the college football playoff. There's just not enough spots. Yeah. Um, and so I don't. College football is obviously a lot different than college basketball, but I don't know that it's it's like the best model because I feel like what I'm gonna say is really controversial, but. Um, when you only have four teams, they're they're not like incredibly tested, I guess, in the postseason because they're playing two games to win the championship. Obviously, like college football as a schedule is pretty brutal, especially if you're in the SEC. Yeah. So I think that's why people be like, "What are you talking about?" But with college basketball, you have to like win so many games in such a sh- pretty short amount of time in order to win a title that. I think you like can kind of be more tested in that way. And the college basketball model definitely provides an opportunity for these like really small schools to make a deep postseason run. Whereas that opportunity is completely non-existent in the college football playoff. So I like the idea of it being a larger playoff personally, but what do you think? Um, I'm, I'm all for it. I think that it should be expanded. I, I think it, to your point, it gives an opportunity for the little guy for a lot of teams, like like a Boise State. Like a Boise State, that was the first thing I yeah. thought of, yeah. Like, so it, it definitely provides space for that. Yeah. Whether or not, you know, a team like that ends up, yeah. you know, being good enough to win the whole thing, like, probably not, I'm guessing, but... You never you know. You never know. This, this, we'll find out this way, I guess. <laughs> it would have been like, like when, was it UCF a couple of years ago where they yeah. were like, we want Bama, and like they had like a perfect season. Like they would have had an opportunity if there was like an expansion. That's the thing is it's like if you, you have a perfect season, like what else can you do? There's yeah, not that many teams out there that are doing that, you know? So it's it's somewhat of like an equal opportunity issue, I guess. I agree with that. Which is why I like the idea of it being a larger playoff. But obviously there are, like, safety issues that come into play with, you know, adding on games and whatnot. But as a fan, I like it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, and I'm sure a lot of players, I mean, I know there are plenty of players who go to small schools and get drafted. Like, we see it happen. It's not like every single player from, like, the University of Alabama gets drafted. There are players that come from Boise State. Like, plenty of players come from Boise State and go play professionally. So, I don't know if it's necessarily, like, visibility, but it, it, it kind of is. It gives, like, the school vi- visibility. If they mm-hmm. make it into, like, this 12-team playoff, it's like, oh. like the Flutie effect. Yeah. And so then it's like, oh, maybe I'm going to, like, follow along to see what's going on at this school. Because there are plenty of, like, smaller schools that are successful and I mean, I'm thinking of North Dakota State, where mm-hmm. they're not even—they wouldn't even be part of the college football playoff. Like that's not even a thing. Um, but they—they're a school that, like, oh right, like they're good. 
they have like a dynasty like they have um an excellent football program i mean they're still in north dakota where it's freezing but <laughs> so they're like that's a hard sell for some folks but um Again, they get that helps with like just the visibility for the school because you get someone interested to be like, oh yeah, like maybe I don't play football there, but maybe I go to school there, or I'm like more interested in seeing what educational opportunities they have there. Um, I mean, like I think of Wyoming; it's not like a lot of folks want to spend their winter in Laramie. It's pretty brutal, but like <laughs> there are pretty good programs of study there and. They, as a public university, they give the most amount of money for study abroad. Like, smaller schools, like, have things like this that recruits can learn about or just folks who are like, yeah, I want to... Like, all the kids who wanted to go to Alabama after they started being really good 10 years ago. (laughs) You know? You know how, like, their their, uh, enrollment went up, like, exponentially? And the same thing happened at Gonzaga after... They made the Elite Eight in 1999. Like, yeah. the pers- the number of applications that they were receiving every year just, like, sky- skyrocketed. And then, like, since that year has continued to go up and up and up. Um, so it's definitely, like, something to be said. I mean, some people go to college, like, certain colleges for, like, a kind of, like, certain sports, college sports experience that, yeah. like, they want to be a part of. So it definitely has an impact on, like the number of people that are interested in your university. So sounds like a, a win-win for the teams and for the schools. <laughs> so there you have it. <laughs> um, you went to a fun soccer game this past week. I did. It was one, my first like event, event. in the world. <laughs> COVID event. Well, I shouldn't say COVID event. <laughs> it was but like, an event. It was yeah. an event. And I was like, oh my gosh, I don't know how to even, well, I wasn't the only one who didn't know how to behave. Um, if you're in Austin <laughs> and you're looking to go to see Austin FC, do not drive on breaker. Uh, or if you don't want to watch Austin FC, if they're playing, don't drive on breaker It is during a game. It's terrible. Um, but the stadium's super nice. It's uh, I think it was full, and there was over 20,000 people, which was, like, in itself really weird to think about being in, like, a space with mm-hmm. 20,000 people. <laughs> like, oh, right. We do these things, and it'll be, like, way more in the fall when people go to Texas football games. Um, but, like, I would say for folks visiting Austin and they're into sports, it's a good stadium. It's like, I don't know. It's a good area. It's near a lot of things. And it's just like constructed well. Um, I was really happy to go pretty early with my friends where I'm like, oh, I'm going to geek out on like their pregame and their like uh, stadium activations and everything they're going to do. And, um, you know, they have like the restaurants all around on the concourse and they're all local places. And I'm like, man, this is. (laughs) <laughs> this could become like a big Austin thing to go do. I mean, when tickets go down, like they're hella expensive right now. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I it seems like that's the trend with like every sporting event. Yeah, and like it makes sense. Like a lot of money was lost last year with no in-person events, um, and like with the with Q two Stadium, like this is its first season open. Like they just finished building it. So, like, I get why it's more expensive, but I'm hoping it gets to a place where it becomes, like, more affordable because 
it was a lot of just like people from Austin there. It wasn't like it's like a tourist thing. It's mm-hmm. like a oh we live here. Let's go do this thing because we live here. So yeah, it was very neat. And the women's team won. Um, they played a little sloppy. Uh, if Nigeria was a better team, they could have capitalized on it. But I get it. They were at the end of like a series of games, so they were tired. And hopefully they get some rest before they go to the Olympics. Yeah. And then like in other like soccer news, the European Championships still going on. I mean, we talked about it briefly last week about the Danish player and then Germany losing to France. But they're wrapping up the group stage now for that. So um, there are four games tomorrow. We're recording on Tuesday. And then after Sweden, Poland, Slovakia, Spain, Portugal, France, Germany, Hungary, after all those games play, the round of 16 starts on the 26th. Um, So soccer fans, Saturday, there will be games for you to watch. And um, (laughs) things that we don't watch, baseball right now. It's not... It's not baseball, it's us. But also the All-Star game's coming up in a couple weeks though in Denver. So that's true. That's some news. That's a that's fun news. But it'll be interesting to see how uh what it's like, like how many people come to town. Um when I was living in San Diego, they hosted it and like downtown was just packed. And the the downtown area in San Diego is like somewhat similar to Denver in that like the ballpark area is like kind of where most of the bars are Mm. um and restaurants like it all it's kind of like all concentrated um so whereas like in Denver you have Union Station and um like that area during All-Star Weekend there was just like packed with people super crazy like the whole I mean the whole city was like really busy and so I'm interested to see what what it looks like in Denver with that and uh COVID obviously obviously I mean it'll be full capacity so I would imagine that it's going to be pretty busy but um yeah we'll see if you don't want to get caught up in it stay away from the convention (laughs) center probably and the general downtown area I think that's solid advice. Like the 11th through the 13th of July. <laughs> Hopefully folks who are there, residents, be Just aware. a heads up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Traffic's going to be terrible on I-25 per the huge. Oh gosh, like the airport. I don't even want to think about it. Ooh. I have to take my parents to the airport on the 11th. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see. Anyways. Oh, and the College Baseball World Series is happening right now. Mm -hmm. Uh And that's uh, your baseball update. What's your game of the week? Um, Same, like, kind of the same thing again. More of a series. But I'm just excited to watch the Bucks play more basketball, basically. (laughs) So the Bucks and Hawks is what I'm looking forward to this week. What about you? I'm also picking a series, but I'm picking the... Suns Clippers series. Um, I I feel like I'm just like man, gotta watch these games. Um, so that's I mean both series. I'm gonna catch as many games as I can. Same with like hockey. Now that we're getting down to the wire for everything, I'm like I need to watch. I need to see who's good so I can make an educated guess when it comes to the final. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, picking that is 
my series of the week. Nice. What's your hot take of the week? Oh, this is like, I feel like there are going to be a lot of haters for this comment, but Ooh, um, my hot take is that Andy Samberg is not funny. Ooh, I don't, I don't understand people's obsession with Brooklyn Nine-Nine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I just think like watching him is just super awkward. Not not necessarily in Brooklyn Nine-Nine, but like just in general, I just, I find him like awkward, kind of uncomfortable and not funny. Um, I don't know. It just, it just kind of makes me cringe. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Do you watch Palm Springs? I tried and I couldn't. I, oh, like I, such a good movie. <laughs> I watched like half of it, which is at that point, like you just need to finish it. But yeah. I'm just like, I'm not enjoying, I'm like just straight up not enjoying this. So I stopped watching it. Like, it's not a good, I was talking to someone who was like, it's not actually a good movie. Um, it was just like an early quarantine movie. I'm like, no, I waited until like a couple months ago to watch it, and I loved it. Um, I can't. Oh wow, I can't believe you didn't even want to finish it. It was such a wild movie. It was so silly. He just, I don't know. He just like seems kind of smug and like he like he thinks he's funny, and I, I just don't. <laughs> <laughs> it's like and he has this he has this smirk too that I'm just like Ugh. wow I mean on Brooklyn sorry Nine, I'm a hater fun, he's not the funniest person on Brooklyn Nine Nine like it's an excellent cast um, but man that is a very hot take people love Andy Samberg I know I he's meh. I wouldn't say he's like an America's sweetheart he's like there's nothing he's in that I like really like. You didn't think he was funny on SNL? Some stuff, but... Or when he and Justin Timberlake would do songs together? Or I guess when he was, like, Lonely Island and Justin yeah. Timberlake. I mean, kind of. Like, some of that's funny, but... People just seem kind of obsessed with him. And I don't get it. <laughs> it's like Harry Styles to me. Oh, man. But worse. Don't come back for <laughs> Harry Styles. You already got him. I know, I know. <laughs> Anyways, um, what's your hot take this week? My hot take's a lot less hot than yours. Mine is just, <laughs> I don't really like Trace Leach's cake. I, it, mm. it has too much going on, and it's too wet. Yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't like that. Mm-mm. It's mm. like, soggy. People do you like it. Do you like tiramisu? Yeah, I love okay. tiramisu. Because I think tiramisu cake. isn't what? Because it's not cake. Yeah, and I, it's not as moist. Yeah. Like, it, like, in a good way. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, also, my brother used to call it tiramisu. <laughs> and every time I was just like, like, it's not. It's tiramisu. <laughs> but anyways. Um, You're yeah, just roasting college. You can't even stick up for himself. Per usual. Um, yeah. I, I feel you on that. I'm Trace Light Chiefs. It's like, eh. Yeah. It's. I'm assuming there's a lot of that in Texas. Oh, it's super like, popular. Okay, oh my I God. could see it being on like a lot of like millennial kind of bougie Ugh. restaurants, like menus. I, you were right, but I have not. I don't typically look at menus when I go to a bougie restaurant. Well, not that's a lie. I don't look at the dessert menu when mm. I go to a bougie restaurant. Um, like I feel like it would be on a menu at like a like coastal whatever. I don't know Mexican fusion restaurant. Or oh, something totally. With like churro bites that you dip in like salted caramel and like 
chocolate sauce or something. Okay, now like that those are two so of their good. dessert menu items. I can see it. The churros sound dope, and I <laughs> have gotten churros and dumped them, like dipped them into uh, chocolate sauce. I really uh-huh. was dumping them in, um, but like very different than the tres leches, which is like, oh yeah, not right. <laughs> not and right. I think yeah, it's very popular, both at like traditional restaurants but also the hipster trash restaurants that Mm -hmm. austin is full of that's kind of what i pictured was like the hipster restaurants having this on their menu like but an elevated version oh my god like they can't just do the the traditional like family kind of recipe style no dessert it's got to be like it's got to be something weird about it (laughs) yes yeah so ina garden it up Although I do love her. I love um, her, but you know that at these hipster restaurants, they're like, uh, it's made with milk from a cow. It was milked just outside this restaurant in the sugar. We grew the sugar cane ourselves, and we yeah. browned this butter to make a beautiful caramel flavor. You know they did that. All of our ingredients are locally sourced within 20 minutes of the restaurant. But we with work no with traffic. local. We work with local vendors. Blah blah blah. Yes. Um. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> Sustainable food. <laughs> um, what? Uh, what wine or beer are you enjoying this week? Not with your trace leches. Definitely not with the trace leches. Um, my wine pick of the week is Scarlet of Paris Rosé. That was rosé we had a couple weeks ago. I feel like I had more than two glasses, so that means it's probably good. <laughs> You're like, oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's a like spot. It. It's so good. It was very fruity and not, like, it was sweet mm. without being, like, too sweet. Um, so it was nice. It was it was a hot day. It, like, the sunlight was directly on us. Yeah. Gotta have some rosé for that. For sure. So that's my pick. What's your wine, beer, seltzer pick of the week? Um, so I didn't mention this a couple weeks ago when we. So we were at um, a friend's wedding, mm-hmm. and um, we were at Breckenridge Brewery, and they have a strawberry Kolsch beer. Um, Ooh, yes. That's really good. It's called Strawberry Sky, but they have like a drink at the brewery where they it's like the beer, and then they top it off with a little bit of lemonade, and. Mm, so good i don't usually like beer but it's it doesn't like it's not obviously very hoppy or anything the sugar kind (laughs) of cuts it a little bit um but they like put lemon wedges with it it's just very refreshing so i don't know where exactly you can buy i know you can buy breckenridge brewery or breckenridge beer in seattle so they go that far okay austin so whatever um but yeah it's called strawberry sky and it's really really good it would also be like a great beer for the pool i forgot that they did it with the lemonade so it's like a rattler mm-hmm. so when you yeah. go to oktoberfest like you can order like beer or you can get beer with lemonade <laughs> so that you don't get Perfect. like hammered because it's a liter of beer yeah that's like an elevated rattler <laughs> very nice so you can also make your own at home, you know? Like, you just get, a, like, some fruit-flavored Kolsch and just yeah. pop it off a little lemonade. Good to go. Oh, man. Bartender Emily has arrived. 
reflexologist. <laughs> no, not really. Um, what plugs do you have? Um, I'll briefly go through the usual plugs of Listen Till Eat Sad Pods <laughs> and, all, and, you know, read the content. Uh, we're doing good stuff. It's all, it's all cool. Um, but also just like a plug as people are out doing things. You know, it's summer. It's nice weather. Um, and just like be safe out there. Um, a woman I went to college with like fell while hiking and passed away. So I'm just like, Oh man, everyone's going to be out hiking and biking and doing all the things. So my plug is please be safe while you're doing things and like be safe with your friends. Do you have any plugs? No, I don't think so. All right. Should we talk about the bigger than sports? Cause there's so many and it's so happy. Yeah. Do you want to do the first one? I do. So the Connecticut sun, if you're in Connecticut, I don't know anyone in Connecticut. Um, <laughs> I don't think I do either. I know some people from <laughs> Connecticut, but like, I don't, I don't know. Um, anyways, but they are, <laughs> they're doing a, a donation drive right now um, for shoes. You know, it's, it's hard to play basketball without shoes. So um, Jasmine Thomas is kind of like leading this for, the sun um but their promotion is like sharing shoes so it's just like donate shoes at their upcoming home games so they have a couple of games in the next couple of weeks um not only like promoting this and like saying like how, like this is super helpful but like if you see things like this like as we're getting back to like quote unquote normal like be on the lookout for things like this because lots of teams are going to be like doing these types of donations drives, yeah. yeah and like a lot of people have been, like, negatively impacted over the last year and a half, and even before that. So, like, be aware of those things. There are so many things that are happening, like, within your community where you can, like, help make a difference. So, if you're in Connecticut, go donate some shoes. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um, another one we had was uh, Shaq was doing an interview late recently, and um, I don't, I can't remember how this came up exactly, but... Basically, he was talking about how, like, he's been going into stores looking for moms who are, you know, in need of, like, financial help, basically purchasing stuff. Um, And he saw a mom at a register who was trying to buy uh, laptops for her kids for school, and she can't afford them. And um, he just went up there and paid for them, basically. Um, But I just think it's, like, cool that, that he's just kind of, like, actively, I guess... Um, searching out for opportunities to do this kind of stuff. Um, like he's, he says, you know, I have a ton of money, obviously, and so, like, a couple thousand dollars is nothing to me, but to someone else, that's a lot of money. And so um, there was some, he did something like this somewhere recently, too, that we had talked about. Um, oh, he bought an engagement ring for a guy. Yeah. For, his, for the guy's girlfriend that he was... Like trying, he was gonna put it on layaway or something. And he was like, "Oh, I, whatever, I got it." Um, so it was just, just kind of cool to see, see people doing stuff like that. I'd love to see it, man. Shaq doing the most. Yeah, <laughs> all the time. All the time. Like retirement is a good thing. He's thriving. Yeah, yeah, he is. He's like his his best self. He truly is. This someone I know was like, "Man, Shaq is broke." <laughs> someone else like looked up his net worth but then they were like well why is he always working why is he in all these commercials well like, he's like he's doing bang gate commercials so he can buy laptops for moms who can't afford them for their kids exactly. you know like i think that's don't don't like 
rag on that, whatever. Who cares what he's promoting? Yeah, I don't. He's like, it's not like anything controversial. No, like it's products that are kind of how we sold staples and stuff. Dunkin' so. Donuts, <laughs> yeah, or Krispy Kreme, Krispy Kreme and Dunkin' Donuts. He's like, I think that would be Krispy Kreme. That sounds more correct. Yeah, and then Thanks. like general insurance like it's yeah. not like those are like the campiest <laughs> commercials he probably just shows oh up gosh, yeah acts like himself then he gets all this money that he can use to help people i don't yep. see the problem people are just hating the haters the haters <laughs> they're just out here <laughs> can't make them happy so nope <laughs> <laughs> and then the last bigger than sports, um, Carl Nassib of the Las Vegas Raiders. Still weird to say that. Yeah. <laughs> so it's weird. It's like, is that right? Yeah. yeah like, it mm. is. But, yeah. Who signed off on that? <laughs> um, <laughs> so he came out, but the bigger news of that is he donated $100,000 to the Trevor Project. Um, it's an organization that helps LGBTQ plus youth. Um, and so it's just like, it's just really cool that he did it. Like, he didn't have to do that, but he did. And, like, he's now the only openly gay player in the NFL. Yeah, I think he's the only player that, like, came out as gay while he was playing. Yeah. Because I think the other guy who did did it, like, right after he retired or something. But anyways, um, I also saw that um, something about how his, his jerseys, like, since he came out, have been selling, like, hotcakes, yep. which is cool also to see. Um just kind of what that represents so yeah it's great it's super cool i'm I'm like yes we're making a little bit of progress every year yeah get slowly but surely getting getting there we'll get there with time but that's all i've got this week how about you i think that's it all right thank you all for listening we'll talk to you later Emily and Emily, sports and courts.